Hello, everyone. This is Father Michael Tischel. And this is Estratius Papagiorgiu. And we are an imperfect podcast. Oh, sorry. We're an imperfect podcast. Ah, yes. <laughs> Delayed release. So silly. <laughs> Cue music. Strati. Yes. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. It's been a little while, hasn't it? It's been a little while. Yeah. It's been a little while. But that's okay. We're here. Indeed. We're here and we're excited to yeah. talk to each other and our esteemed silent friends on the other side. Right. <laughs> right. Who have virtually no voice. No voice. <laughs> Voiceless mass. So we are, uh, we're grateful that you, you entertain our podcast, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, yeah. listen to us and put up with us. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, well, yeah, today we've got an interesting topic. So uh, yeah, very topical topic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Truly topical. Yeah. So, so tell us, tell us what we're talking about. Well, we're going to discuss, well, the way, the way you put it, I loved it. Uh, ortho battles on the internet. That's it. Yep. Ortho battles on the internet. Just the word ortho, combine <laughs> it with another word, and we're already on the internet. Yeah, it, it gets us on that wavelength, right? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. Ortho anything is, is a ortho. very... Uh, ortho, yeah. What was it? Yeah, there's any combination. Um, in Greece, actually, they call them like, like orthodox jihadists. Right. But that's not on an internet aspect. That's just like right. what they call extreme zealot. The general mindset of people. Yeah, general, yeah, extreme zealotry, like, you know, where they go off the deep end and. Right. Well, let, let yeah. me ask you, let me ask you, Stratty, because, you know, you've, you've dedicated, you know, your life and, and uh, career um, to um, Trisagion films and, you know, much of, if, if not most of which happens online. I mean, obviously when you're editing and, and shooting the films and stuff yeah. like that, there's, there's kind of a hybrid right. element there, but, but it is for the ultimate purpose of posting these, these videos online and, and kind of, you know, you've, over the years you've, you've um, built up and, and kind of cultivated a really significant community online and, you know, especially yeah. with like the live stream services and things like that. I mean, there's, I think there's a real um, ministry specifically during our time of, of COVID that is allowing people to connect with the church. I need to get back on that. Um, the, doing the Instagram lives. Sure. Uh, it, it got, but that this goes along with our topic. It got too much. Yeah. You know, because sure. everyone's, uh, you know, a theologian, you know, right. and you know the thirteen-year-old that read a couple books, and now they're 
telling you the meaning of life, you know. Yeah. And and the problem is is that you know a lot of times like it, it there's no there's no there's no hierarchy, right? On the internet, it's right. just whoever you stumble on, right? And their credentials, you know, they might not have any. Um, and and but 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 you but, and that's actually a huge topic. The topic of the mob or the 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 the, 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 the mob kind of following the loudest person. And that's true in reality, but on the internet, it's even even more sort of um, dangerous and uh, powerful because right. anybody can sit in front of their in their bedroom and go online and, and and suddenly they're transported to India, they're in Tibet suddenly, you know, whereas the reality is well, I don't know, Marietta, Georgia or Valjevo, Serbia. Yeah, it's a very. <clears throat> at least promises to be a very kind of transcendent experience yeah. in, in that you can kind of, yeah, you can fly to other places and space, yeah. you know, um, maybe not necessarily in time, although I guess you could argue that if you're in a different time zone, you're, I mean, you're watching stuff from years ago. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, yeah. You're watching all of time, not all of time, but you know, since right. it, it's capturing a yeah. very, kind of I mean, you can watch, on YouTube, you can watch footage from like, the early 19th late 18th century if you want like sure. any, anything anything is on there <laughs> it's all there yep it's all there yeah. so so what has your been experience been over the years just as far as well you know? i've only really recently gotten online online mm -hmm. i i was quite i was not interested in, in like cuz i didn't need to go online to discover about orthodoxy i had Panayoti, i had books i didn't need to go online and listen to a lecture, a sermon, or anything really, or, or go into a group chat with a bunch of orthodox people, young people usually, to, to talk about, you know, ideas. So for me, when I first got into it, it was kind of shocking mm -hmm. and kind of scary. Right. Because... What, what sense? How, how, well... I mean, so without getting too specific, it, it becomes scary when you see, okay, well, I'll, I'll put it this way. I was saying this last night. You go from the extreme of a Nazi down to the complete other spectrum to a, I don't know, person who doesn't believe at all or something. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, from a Nazi to a normal person, we'll say. And then be, beyond that, you have, of course, the much more liberal side, but but as far as Orthodox Christians go, it goes from, you know, and and um, and and the Nazi thing. I can't downplay that enough. There are people on the internet who are are, are racist. Uh, they are they are hate mongers, and they're claiming to be Orthodox Christians. Right. And it's just a large room of just yelling and and debating, and everybody's fighting with each other and. And and there's also group mental like group like they're not they're not looking well they are and they aren't like it depends but you know they're not going to ask the questions from a spiritual father they're not coming to Trisagion films to ask of course my father can only do so much he's one person but there's many others that they could be going to sure and instead they go to these these Instagram chats to ask peers essentially who are twenty 
uh, about orthodoxy and and the 20 year olds speak with such firm like you know conviction about what they're saying but if you kind of like poke it a little bit they're like well i think well what do you mean you think you you know you think you know and it's different than saying well i need to check but i i believe this is but it depends on what you're saying in that point if you say something big then you can't do that you have to you know, you have to be sure about it. Sure. And why, why does that sadden you? Well, because we're talking about orthodoxy. <laughs> because we're talking about the truth itself. And it, and it, kind of trivial, it trivializes it and kind of relativizes it. And, and yeah, sort it, of it, does all, it does all that, but it also confuses people. Right. Above all, it confuses people. It, people, yeah. they're just confused. They're they're you know, and I'm doing this without saying names, without saying yeah. topics, without saying anything, because it's so touchy. You know, you can be, you can be, you, we post one thing, and I'll say it about toll houses. And we are invaded <laughs> by a horde of, of angry, angry, angry people. Right. Over toll houses. Right. See, and they're invading our Facebook page or Instagram or whatever. And yelling at us and insulting us. And they don't do that to just us. They do it to a lot of people. I was looking at a friend of mine, Boyan. And, and, and the same thing. I was looking at the Twitter. It was, he was on Twitter. And, and somebody was uh, using obscenities at him. Right. Just because they don't like his, some of his opinions. Right. It's, the, it's, the, it's sort of all, all, all bets are off. There's no sense of yeah. respect or... or... Yeah. Try, really. Trying to have kind of a, a civil conversation, or yeah, it's it's tough, and and I've engaged, and I've and I've seen people who who become irreverent, and I and I usually just kind of mess with them. I, what was it? One day I, uh, they were yeah, they were saying you're probably Masons, you know, here at the Sagan Film, you're probably new uh, Freemasons, and I said, <laughs> you know, who are great Masons, the ancient Mycenaeans. No, those were. <laughs> have you seen their city? That's what. There we go. Yep. Now, those were Masons. Oh man, I don't think too many people found it funny. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> you know, we, we need to we need to be able to uh, find humor in things, and as long as yeah. we're finding it, it doesn't matter who else finds. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you know they're they're ready to go on a day, you know, on a, on a crusade to Jerusalem, but they'll talk about it all day. But when are they going to go and do that? Right. You know? Full of that kind of stuff. So is the internet, I mean, I, and I often think of the internet, you know, just like as the wild west, right? It's like, yeah. you know, it's like you, you can find anything. It's, it's, it's wild. It's dangerous. It's, you know, yeah. but it seems, it seems so mild in a certain sense. Right. I mean, I, I access it through the, the comfort of my own home. Yeah. I mean, it's you know. not the internet itself. That's evil. It's, there are places on the internet that become toxic. Sure. You know what I mean? So yep. sure. You and I, generally speaking, we only go to the places we're going to be happy with. Right. Um, and, you know, but, 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 but then, um, you know, that, that there are people that, that tell me about just the most, I mean, I'm in the Orthodox world now, I'm not even going to go into the, the rest of the world. Um, just the most unchristian behavior yep. by Orthodox Christians, or the or or that's the other thing. 
and and I say this, and I and I don't mean to put everybody in the same basket when I say this. Yeah. Um, or the same whatever. Right. Um, I think yeah. that following thing I'm going to say, like the, the the problem with people who are not even Orthodox yet preaching to other right. people about Orthodox, they're not even baptized and confirmed yet. Right. Which, you know, it's a touchy subject or rather a, you know, there's a thin line, I think, because sure. I think that some people, depending on what they talk about, can. Sure. You know, it's not it's not to say that anybody who does that is wrong, but at the same time, I think it takes a maturity and it takes um, a level of, of knowledge that that, you know, it. it and, and and faith and spirituality, you know, spirituality. I don't like using that word like that. Right. But, you know, a certain level of maturity, both spiritual and. Um, which is one reason why I, I needed to pull back a little bit. Sure. Because I'm like, I, I just can't right now. The world yeah. has gone insane. COVID is drawn, you know, bringing the worst out of people. And. I need to let you all figure that out and then I'll come back, you know, to do my live stream. And that's a general thing, of course. It's not, you know, mm, topics about masks and church and, and right. this, that, and the other. And anyway, yep. I've, talked, I've monopolized the... No, no, those, oh. I mean, I think that's, you know, you have more experience with it than I do. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, I, mean I mean, I can continue. <laughs> the The topic about masks in church, I mean, okay. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it sort of feels like, you know, you're in this, you're in the church. Why are you treating it like you're in a hospital or, sure. uh, uh, you know, a plague area. Right. But at the same time, if we're going to be, if we're going to actually be orthodox in, in their behavior, um, we need to look to what the synods say. Mm -hmm. If the synods proclaim something, who are you to, mm -hmm. To, to say, oh, well, no, Father, whoever from Mount Athos said that that's evil and the 666 has a microchip inside the mask. <laughs> you know, right. you know and, and I'm being very honest because that's just true. That's what people are saying. They're saying all those things. There's yep. microchips in the masks. There's, they're, they're, you know, um, and, 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 you know, synodal orthodox. I mean, or, our faith is synodal. I mean, sure. the decisions in our faith is, are is synodal. Right. So, you know, if, if, if all the synods are coming out and saying, yes, if the state says wear a mask, it's okay. Right. It's okay. We're not, we don't love it, but go ahead. I mean, it's not a, a matter of, um, you know, dogma or, or something like that. Yeah. But people, but people that we're, we live in a very Protestant age and a very individualistic age where, where the where people are, are are hearing a bishop who yells the loudest, you know, uh, against that, and they say, "Well, he's a holy man. He must he must know. He's he's he, you know." And, and meanwhile, like another holy man, quote unquote, I don't know, um, says that there's no problem. But nobody hears him. We're all hearing the one that yells really loudly, right? And he knows who he is, <laughs> right? Right. Um, you know, and I think that that's that's the danger of the internet is that, you know, if it like for instance, I had Father Panayoti, and Father Panayoti is not a some sort of mystical sage, right. 
some sort of like a magic magic eight ball or something like yeah he's on this magic eight ball where he has every answer to everything you know right whatever right he's not not a you know a wizard let's say you know right um but okay he has very you know he's very well read he's immersed himself in the in the in the patristic church he he's got good sense he has you know wisdom of many years of experience etc etc so everybody needs somebody like that to guide them i mean that's the ideal that you have somebody who knows what they're talking about guiding them right unfortunately the internet creates a scenario where everyone is worth listening to right everyone is worth believing and there's nothing that separates them but a click of the button and you basically what happens is that you become like a shopper we say right. this about, we say this about about you know people in the states uh, or christians shop you know uh, what do you call it where they go around from church to church to shop yeah like uh, kind of like buffet style or or yeah right yeah where they they kind of like go with a little grocery cart and they go around oh i'll take right. that and I'll take yeah that and I'll take that. well that's what people are doing on the internet sure. even in the orthodox community sure yeah and it, it kind of takes it out of the context of the kind of lived communal right you know expression of, of orthodoxy and uh it's uh yeah it's it's that's interesting that's that's a that's an interesting dynamic just the comparing and contrasting sort of like sources of knowledge right sources of so you know you like you know the the internet has sort of become our wise sage mm. right and then it, it also conversely it it turns it turns not wise people into wise sages well, you know, it's um, funny because you, it reminds me of the, the Hindu theological belief that all their gods are actually all one God mm-hmm. and that God has many, many faces, mm-hmm. which, okay, I'm not well versed in Hindu theology, but look, you know, on the surface, that sounds like a God with a lot of personalities, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a God who doesn't have one sort of person, like he's, he's kind of all over the place. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're, you're sort of relating that to this notion that there are a lot of personalities, but not persons, basically like a lot of, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's actually a a really interesting uh, approach, you know, thinking about it on that level is that, you know, sort of like these kind of paper thin personalities kind of floating around in the ether. And then, you know, where's the, where's the substance? Where's the, you know, and, and it's, it, I feel like it's snowballing. Honestly, it's just, it's just going. And, and but, and there's a positive to all this too. It's not just all negative. Sure. But, but even within that positive, I think that there is also negatives. So the positive is that kids, mainly kids, but not just kids, who would have never have heard of orthodoxy, right, or the internet, never would have, you know, never, are now discovering it, and are learning and reading and watching our videos and, and watching whoever else. Um, and there are good theologians on the internet. It's not like they're not, there sure. aren't. Um, so that's really good. I mean, that's why we do it. That's right. why I do it, you know. But I think the problem is, is that because they're young and because of all the stuff I said before that, they 
they kind of go along with whatever they hear and whatever they, you know, we had a problem. We have a, a thing here in Serbia with this schismatic bishop. Okay. Um, who, who, uh, who just died. Okay. And he was a, he was a schismatic in the sense that, okay, what happened with him is that he was thrown out and it may have been unfair. Yeah. But instead of accepting that as a monk, as a, right. Part as of the, a, as a, you know, um, and remaining a monk, because yeah. they made him a monk. I see. He continues to be a bishop and ordained people and yeah. continues to do sacraments. And essentially, you mean, you mean they made him a monk, meaning they, they stripped him of his Episcopal. Yes, rent. yes, he was stripped. Of, right. Yeah. He was stripped of his. Yes, he was stripped yeah. of it. For some sort of money thing, okay, you know, or whatever it was, yeah, whatever. And and in, but like I said, instead of like accepting that, like Saint Nectarios or or, sure. or you know Saint John Chrysostom or whoever, right. he 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 continued to be a bishop, well, yeah. a, a lone bishop, but he right. continued and ordained other bishops mm. and essentially created a schism in the Serbian Church. Mm. But what happens is, is that there are some people here that are devoted to him, right. They're devoted to him, and they think he's this holy person. Mm. And they go online. Mm. They make friends with some of the people online. Yeah. Those people hear about him. They start posting about him when he dies. All this holy man died. But he's a schismatic bishop. <laughs> and so you see where that line, that, that, that very thin space where real and not real or truth and not and, and untruth suddenly become irrelevant right right that's the internet right right yeah that's very uh challenging <laughs> very confusing and very heavy, <laughs> and very heavy. right and it's all on on my computer <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's somewhere <laughs> on my computer but it's, yeah. it's i access it via my there, yeah. it's uh um yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah it's a lot to think about really it's it's actually a lot to think about we could probably do forever podcasts on just this um but uh actually this is a perfect topic because i've had this on my mind for for yeah. months now yep 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 it's yeah. uh i mean i think for me one of the challenges is the yeah the uh outwardness of of it all you know in that um it creates you know i'm i'm a i'm a limited being right i'm a i'm a i'm a human being with with a limited capacity to know a limited capacity to to focus on yeah. you know on certain things right i mean and and my those limitations sort of mean that I, as much as I'd like to think that I, that the internet is this sort of universal, this access point to universal knowledge, right. it, it actually isn't because it, I'm still just as limited as I ever was being a human being. And so I'm, I'm just focusing on, rather than focusing on so many more things, I'm actually just focusing on different things. Yeah. So like, it's, it's kind of like, and I think this question of local versus like global is a good one. I mean, I, my personal experience was, was when COVID hit, 
like when it, when it, like in back in March, I was, I was actually in Greece and, you know, leading this, this, um, pilgrimage with college students. And then, and, and, and like when everything sort of unraveled, we were, we were still there. So, you know, and then we, the travel ban and everything, like we didn't know if we were gonna be able to come back. So it was all very kind of traumatic on, and in a certain level, I mean, it just kind of like, it was really very shaking, you know, shook my, you know, sense of what's going on in the world. And am I ever going to make it back to see my family? And, you know, you just don't know what's going on. I mean, you know, it's just, it was such a new, a new thing. And, but I think, I think because it was a very kind of traumatic experience on some level, what it did was it, you know, it, it created a lot of anxiety mm. in me and a lot of people, I think, but I think the paradoxical, the, the counterintuitive and the, the unexpected thing that happened is like in the midst of the anxiety and the experience of the anxiety, there was a warmth that came out of me and of other people for, for each other, a warmth and a concern um, for one another, even just as strangers walking down the street. And, you know, prior to COVID, we'd been living in our little subdivision for, um, I don't know uh, how long, uh, about a year and a half, I guess, um, after having moved down here from Boston, we barely knew any of our neighbors at all. Like we barely knew anybody, you know, we, we, we were like, we're on relatively friendly terms with like two people. And for whatever reason, like after getting back from, from Greece, like there was just something opened up with like conversations with a couple, you know, with a few more of, of the neighbors, you know, a lot, they knew that I was a, a priest of some sort. Um, and, you know, started having some conversations with them and things like that. And that, you know, there was just something that kind of like drove, like I, at least initially with COVID, there was something that drove the attention, I think like forced one's attention towards the local and, and, and kind of like said, it was almost like, it was almost like things are getting so crazy out there that I'm either going to get totally lost in the craziness or I have to go more local, you know, within, within the confines of my own limit, quote unquote, limited human experience. And then like in, in doing that, which was almost like a survival instinct, you actually discover so much more about the local, you know, yeah. that you just kind of glossed over because you were, your attention was, you know, elsewhere. Oh, I mean, it's true. Uh, the uh, first when COVID uh, was still, was still, it was warm, nice and warm outside. Yeah. Um, it was like the most I ever saw people outside. Right. Yeah. Never oh, yeah. People walk around as much as I did when COVID, all the restrictions. Well, right. Yeah. All the, yeah. Yeah. Well, how does, how does that lead to the internet though? Well, I mean, I, I guess, um, I guess when, when, when life is not too crazy, like when, you know, we're just having our normal everyday um, problems. Mm -hmm. You know, I think um, we can exist in this fragmented manner, you know, this kind of dispersed manner, this kind of like pseudo universal manner. Right. Um, with, yeah. without, without much consequence. But then when, when something, like when some crisis hits us individually or globally, I think it drives us to to make a decision about about whether we're going to be out there or whether we're going to be in here. 
out there in the yeah, internet I mean, or in here, you know, in my kind of local. Yeah. I think that the most, yeah, I, you know, I think that the most, the healthiest sort of society is one where people talk to each other. Right. Not over the internet. They, they look at each other face to face and discuss stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not talking about what we're doing. I'm talking about when I just, I'm typing at somebody. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, um, you know, or I'm, I'm just, I don't know, reading a blog or something and, and, or watching YouTube video and then commenting underneath it. There's a, there's a level of, of sort of, um, in anonymity, anonymity, where they feel no reason to be human. And (laughs) that, (laughs) and that is something where a small tight knit community destroys. If you're going to live in a small, small, you know, whatever, you know, right. Sort of local thing that you're talking about. You have to be polite to people. <laughs> you, or, you or at least you 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 experience if it whether or not you're polite, you experience more of the direct consequences yeah, yeah, of, exactly. of your actions more. Yeah. If you're not polite, then you're gonna figure out you're gonna find out what that means, you exactly. know. Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna have consequences to your actions when you're held accountable by the people around you. Right. From the moment you're on the internet and you're this invisible entity going around and hovering and, you know, trolling this and trolling that, well, you know, I don't know. Uh, that's that's toxic. But I, I think I see your connection. It's I, I hope that that's what COVID did. Of course, during the winter months, it's harder to go outside maybe, but. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not even saying, like, I mean, we talk about, like, you know, did it really transform things or, or, you know, hoping for, you know, hoping for some sort of real change or something. I I don't, I'm not even thinking on that level as much as just observing the phenomenon, you know, observing like what happened. And I mean, then after that, you know, things got real, real stale real quick. You know, I mean, we, then we got into the whole mask debate and then, you know, all all the like, you know, civil unrest and then like, then, 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 you know, then, it's you know it's it's like it's it's just it's typical human stuff it's like you experience sure. something very intense which sort of shakes you awake right for like a moment and then and then like because of how short-sighted and fickle we are like mm-hmm. as soon as the intensity of it subsides just just minimally all of a sudden we're back at our our you know you know in you remember 9/11 Remember when, sure. how they were always saying how everybody was nicer to each other after? Right, right. What happened like, to that, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I remember when I was a little kid, this is kind of off topic, but, you know, we do that. Um, and, and I remember we had just moved to the States and I, I was like 10 and, uh, or 11. And um, the, the the it happened 9/11 happened and then I remember hearing online or on not online on TV oh people they're referring to people in New York mainly but you know people in New York are so much nicer to each other people will say hello they open the door for each other etc cetera, etc cetera. and I remember just kind of my young 10 year old naive way I was at school and we were as a group as a class going from one place to the other and they, somebody held the door open for me and was like ah 
Americans becoming knights. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like right. I didn't know anything. You know, right. it was a normal thing people do, but right. Uh, <laughs> It was it was okay. it was evidence of uh, this 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 major transformation. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's cool. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know, I I you know for me, for me there was a lot. I think you know the event, the event that took place when COVID first hit. I mean, part of it was where I was. I was in Greece. We were having a pilgrimage, like, yeah. you know. So there was a dynamic of separation from my family, which kind of scared me in a certain sense, but also, but also like a, a connection and an intimacy with holiness, you know, of being in this kind of, you know, country with, with, with saints and, and, and things like that. And, and I think the, the event really, you know, listen, the event in an Orthodox perspective is really shining a spot, um, you know, putting the, the black light on, you know, the beliefs of everybody, everybody yeah. kind of reveals, it's been revealing everybody's belief. And, That's it. and, 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 and we're mainly, if you actually think about it, we're mainly, mainly, but not only finding that out from the internet, <laughs> right. you know, uh, right. because, you know, all the articles, all the, you know, whatever come out on the internet. And so we're, we're seeing all that there and and so in some ways it's good you know it's it's kind of it's kind of whatever you make it isn't it the internet you know if you're like me and you're kind of involved although i try to limit it now involved in all that stuff um which i've never i'm not a debater i know myself um i don't like to go out there and fisticuffs theological fisticuffs it's not my thing um but you know, it's kind of what you make it. You kind of go where you want to go and you, it's like a sandbox, you know, you build whatever you want to build in it. Mm -hmm. But that's the, yeah, that's the danger though, is that it's all relative and it's all, the mob is sort of deciding who's right and who's wrong rather than the proper synodal, proper, you know, the way the church, since the first century, since the apostles, you know, yeah 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 what's your experience on the internet itself though i mean with covid i guess everything's kind of exploded even more but what what yeah i mean i i um i sort of have a a short list of like websites that i'll visit and you know i'll be honest and say that you know sometimes i'm very intentional i'm saying okay i need to go to this site to do this or whatever other, and then other times when I'm really tired and, you know, whatever, you know, it just, it just devolves into kind of mindlessly going from one of those websites to the next. So like, it'll be like, you know, YouTube, Facebook, you know, my email, you know, it'll just kind of, you know, yeah, I do that too. I'm not, yeah, I'm not proud of that by any means, but uh, it can often be a, a mindless activity. It can often be um, somewhat of a voyeuristic activity, you know, like, looking passively viewing other people and my default setting quite frankly is is judgment you know is, is yeah, you know, judgment and uh yeah that's actually one of the other major problems <laughs> on a more you know more personal level for yep. people for all of us for me you know sure it, it becomes the sort of oh look at her oh look at him oh oh, oh you know and then you might be right, but I don't know if it's good for you. You know, <laughs> that's, 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 a good, that's a very good way of putting it. You might be right, but I don't know if it's. Well, good. I've been I've been really like thinking about that lately because I'm like, look, 
I'm right. Right. <laughs> but I'm also wrong, you know. So there's a there's a, a little song lyric that I was just thinking about this morning actually. A guy named Willie Mason. He's like a folk kind of acoustic singer songwriter guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good song, but that he writes I think the chorus is something like um, um, it's a hard hand to hold that is looking for control. It's tempting to fight when you know that you're right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just even just relating that notion of like control to yeah. right to fighting. And I think that's I think really that's what it comes. I mean, I don't know what it comes down to, but are aren't we all struggling with, you know, being in a situation where yeah, we, I mean we're lacking, you know. Well, yeah, I mean that's when it, you know, like I, I go on something in a chat room and I'll see something you know, it's wrong, but what do I do? You know, it depends on, depends on the, the topic, you know, what do I do? Okay. I don't want to end up in a fight or fight. I'm not going to fight with anybody, but I'm not going to, I don't want to end up with a situation where it's becoming a, 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 a debate where, where there's a, there's a competition to figure out who can beat the other one and, and prove the other one wrong or something like that. Cause that's fruitless, you know, and, and that's actually another topic. We're not going into it. Um, the debating culture, but, um, uh, you know, and that's, well, listen, overall, like I, I've said a lot of negative things, but I would say that overall, I think there is a, a, a positive to all these people finding and observing orthodoxy online mm-hmm. right? and even talking to each other about it. Mm-hmm. I just think that there needs to be more formal catechesis, more formal um, local, as you said, local education rather than the internet educating everybody, just the internet. Right. You want to watch our videos, please. But you know, also go to your parish, go to a priest, you know, read a, read a good book about the faith. If you're, you know, don't just watch our videos. Sure, sure. You know, and I think, or don't just watch Father Paniotti's lectures. If it's that interesting to you, call him, you know, email him, yeah. talk to him in person. Don't just watch it and go to sleep. I mean, right. watch it, go to sleep, but then go read a book about it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Spr- sprinkle in a little, a little yeah, uh, I mean, sort of local, personal. Right. And because in the end of the day, it's all about what you put into all of it. If, if, if it's going to be this superficial like thing that you kind of like a hobby on the internet, then it's just what it's going to be. But if you're going to make it like your life, then you need to make it your life. And, and of course, we're all struggling with making it our life. You know, <laughs> that doesn't end, but you know what I mean? No, you're right. Yeah, 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 I like that. That's the, there's sort of a, it, it, it becomes disconnected from our, yeah. of our life. Yeah, and, and I don't think that, you know, I don't think the fathers, for instance, were quoted all the time like, nowadays. I don't know if I was intended for us to just be online. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the online then would be. Sending letters, maybe? Constantly sending letters. and uh, Just constantly commenting on people's letters. (laughs) Reading a letter and just, you know, not responding, but just kind of just judging the person. Man, that person's handwriting is just so... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's it's an interesting time. It is. It's a weird time. A weird time. It's a very weird time. And I'm afraid it's only getting going to get a little weirder before it gets a little more normal. Yeah, yeah. But you see how you know, at least I see how, in some of the moments in my life that have been this, the most seemingly scary and traumatic, you know, almost in the same moment or in the same breath, you know, without expecting it, there's always this unexpected blessing that comes in. Well, yeah, I can. You know, I mean, it, and it's not to say that they're related. Like, it's not to say that. You know, the trauma and the blessing are, are certainly distinct. I don't want to say that, a, you know, something horrible is yeah. is, a, is necessarily a blessing, but... Um, well, I mean, it, yeah, from anything bad, something good can come, right? Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that whole that whole notion and just, um, I guess, not, not being so... Yeah, not being so afraid of the... Of the, of, of the coming of something 
negative that we eliminate the possibility that something positive will come along with it. And I can relate to that yep. tenfold in my own experience relating actually to COVID. There we go. So, right. So <laughs> yep. we know what we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, and yeah. it was, yeah. So, you know, we all struggle with like these negative thoughts and, 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 uh, and then the internet has more negative thoughts. And, <laughs> um, and, and, you know, that's the thing though, isn't it? But, well, my mind's shooting in different directions, but I remember how St. Porfirio's used the telephone. You know, kind of a sort of the start, the prelude to the internet, you know? You know? And he used the, the, the telephone. To, a great story came out, a witness, I witnessed by Athanasius Limassol about his, his telephone discussion with Father Porfirio's. Mm. And, uh, and, uh, and, how, and how it's like, you know, you, God put a hand in that man's, uh, put, a, put a phone in that man's hands and it, he just, he didn't stop calling people. He was just calling people <laughs> day and night, you know, <laughs> saving lives through one phone call at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something, huh? It's a powerful tool. It's a powerful yeah. tool. Yeah, especially in the right hands. I mean, right, in the right hands. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, well, there's probably no neat and tidy way to. No. To, uh, to end tonight's discussion. Yeah. It's I like, think it's a good time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, it's a, some good, uh, some good thoughts for sure. Yeah. So. All right then. Well, we're happy. I'm, glad, I'm happy to be back, Definitely. and uh, I look forward to more of these. Likewise. Uh, ortho battles was a very rich topic that I was really, really, I could not wait to sink my teeth into. Yes, indeed. Um, and uh, ortho battles in the time of COVID. <laughs> Even more exciting. Even more exciting. We, Even more exciting. Yeah. It doesn't get much more exciting than that. No, it doesn't. Well. <laughs> we'll see who knows. You just never know what's going to happen. I mean, uh, exactly. I was, I, you know, my mind is so much on COVID and then, you know, uh, just, you know, different things with around the church and community and family and all this stuff. And then last night I woke up at like four in the morning and I realized I missed a notification saying that there was a tornado warning and that everybody should go down to their basements and shelter in place. And uh, I was just thinking, gosh, you know, like, first of all, I missed it. <laughs> but thankfully we didn't actually miss the tornado, but, right. uh, you know, or, or Thankfully, we did miss the tornado, but um, it didn't touch down rather. But, uh, you know, it just made me think like of all the things like that, that was not the catastrophe that I was focusing on. You know, <laughs> like it, it was I was focusing on all these other things and that tornado, you know, that could have just taken me out. And I, you know, and I never I never had any anxiety about it. You know, it's like <laughs> you slept through it. You slept through the actual danger. Right. It was just yeah. you know, the, the, the real danger was totally, you know, totally yeah. off my radar. So that's, that's really there's a lot to be said about that. Actually, I can't think of it right now. Though. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's just a funny, you know, funny uh, anecdote, but anyway, so, well, until next time. Indeed. And Bye -bye. goodbye, everybody. Bye -bye.